Now filling in, here's Marie Osborne. Well, the world is watching as America says goodbye to one of its most beloved first ladies, Rosalind Carter. Her funeral is taking place over the next three days. Uh, there's going to be several things that are going to be happening in Plains, Georgia. We wanted to get uh, a better look at this really uh uh, interesting figure in American history among first ladies in the United States. Lalette Gidlow joining us. She is a professor and Carter administration expert from Wayne State University. Lalette, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great. It's great to be here. And first name is Liette. Liette. Thank you so much. I'm looking at how it is spelled, Liette. So thanks again for taking time out of your busy day to join us. You know, we I uh, when I did her uh, remembrance last week when she died, I, I had found um, the term Steel Magnolia that the reporters had given her that name when they covered her at the White House. And she liked it. She said she liked that term. She did, um, and I, she was given that name. Of course, there's a movie of the same name, and of course, it's a, a phrase that is sometimes used to refer to women, especially Southern women, who have this maybe you know sort of modest or very um, uh, you know not necessarily showy appearance uh-huh. on the outside, but who are tough as nails on the inside, and certainly that is a moniker that was used to to describe her. So tell us a little bit about the behind the scenes, uh, Rosalind Carter. Uh, I personally liked her because uh, for this very reason that you just said, I I think she was a whole lot tougher than she let on. Uh, She, she was even quoted as saying that elections meant more to her than to her husband. Uh, She was a tough competitor, but give us some more insights into the behind the scenes with her. She seems to have liked the give and take of politics better than her husband did. They both seem to agree on that. But Rosalind Carter led just a remarkable life. She was a humanitarian. She was a great partner to her husband. And she was a feminist. Um, As far as being a humanitarian, she was, of course, a great advocate for people with mental illness from her first days as First Lady of Georgia. Uh, During that first campaign, she toured mental mental health hospitals in the state of Georgia, um, was concerned about what she saw, and then spent her husband's administration pushing for reform. She was an early advocate in the 2000s for the expansion of health insurance coverage so that it would cover mental health issues just as physical health issues are covered. And of course, in fact, that Um, insurance parity was eventually achieved. Um, She was a great partner to her husband. They were married for 77 years. That's longer than anyone else who has ever occupied the White House. And that partnership was so clearly signaled on Inauguration Day in 1977 when she and the newly elected president walked hand in hand down Pennsylvania Avenue. It was interesting, in her autobiography, she said, quote, Jimmy and I always worked side by side, and you could really see that reflected from their very first days in the White House. And indeed, that partnership you know, ex- 
extended a, a great many years. They were married in 1946, but ultimately near the end of um, their lives together, they were jointly awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Clinton for their humanitarian work. Um, something that some may find surprising about uh, Rosalind Carter is that she was a college graduate at a mm -hmm. time when that was um, not the norm for women and certainly not for Southern women from small towns. Uh, she was an ardent advocate of the Equal Rights Amendment, along with other former first ladies uh, in the 1970s, like Betty Ford and Lady Bird Johnson. Uh, Carter worked tirelessly for its ratification and was recognized for that work by the National Organization for Women. Of course, the Equal Rights Amendment was not ratified and right. still has not been ratified. Uh, but that was a, an extremely important cause to her. Um, she was only the second first lady to testify before Congress. Um, only Eleanor Roosevelt preceded her in that. And uh, Carter also was the first first lady to keep a White House office in the East Wing. So while on the one hand she had this you know, very modest demeanor, on the other hand, she was you know, a very skilled politician, a deeply committed humanitarian, and uh, a great advocate for the equality of women. I'm always fascinated by first ladies because, you know, their role is, uh, and, and certainly back in the 70s, uh, I know Betty Ford was a trailblazer too, right before Rosalind Carter. So it, it you know, these two women really kind of brought the role of first lady out of the dark ages, I think, and, and really made it more into a modern day thing uh, where they could really make their mark uh, on the country. But they have such an unusual role because they really can't step out in the spotlight too much because the other person is the one who's you know, really in the spotlight. And hopefully we'll have this discussion one day about our first gentleman, uh, you know, in the White House that, you know, what will his role be in the White House? But how uh, how does Rosalind Carter, do you think, stack up in history? I think she was an extraordinary first lady and an extraordinary human being. And I think that she will long be um, regarded uh, very positively by by historians and by Americans of the future. Do you think, I, I, I just curiously wonder, do you think if we see a first gentleman in that role, I'm assuming that's what we would call that person, uh, that uh, they would have, you know, a similar role to, to fulfill? I mean, isn't that interesting to contemplate, right? Because, yeah. you know, the gender roles are so distinct. So, that's a role that's going to have to be invented um, if that time ever comes. We're seeing some precedents with uh, the second gentleman, um, the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. But uh, we will have to see if what a first gentleman is supposed, you know, how they behave and how they conduct themselves and what their appropriate role is if we uh, if we ever get that chance. 
Well, Rosalind Carter was uh, a really singular figure in history. And although I don't, I just always like to say, don't ever let that soft-spoken uh, exterior fool you. She really had a lot of sway uh, with her husband and, and the way government was run and how things were done during the Carter administration. So we want to thank you so much, uh, Liette, uh, Yidlow for joining us today to talk about uh, Rosalind Carter, the role of first ladies. Again, this begins a three day uh, memorial for her down in Plains, Georgia. It'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Thanks again for your time today. Thank you. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the word of the year. We're not going to tell you what it is, but you might have some ideas on what it might be. We'll be talking to somebody from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary about what that word is.